From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, September 21st. This week, at libraries and bookstores across the country, you might notice a unique display. At Grand County's public library, it comes with a warning. Big, bold letters read, books may contain one or more of the following. Magic, bad examples, discussion of alcohol, morbid plots, and even talking bears. Winnie the Pooh was banned because it had talking animals, which was an affront to God. Librarian Chelsea Jensen. She designed this cheeky display with its warning labels in honor of Banned Books Week. It's happening right now, a week's worth of events and conversations across the country to celebrate the freedom to read. It's sponsored by many organizations, including the American Library Association and Amnesty International. Every book on display here at Grand County's library was either at one time banned or challenged. They all have a red tag explaining where that happened and why. This book in particular, um, this was another picture book for kids. Jensen is holding The Librarian of Basra. It tells the true story of a librarian who tried to save books from Basra's central library during the invasion of Iraq. And this one was challenged in some schools in Florida because the parents believed that this book was inappropriate for promoting another religion that is not Christianity. And it really does not promote religion in any way. It just so happens that this woman is wearing a head covering and the book does take place in the Middle East. Banning books or the attempt to ban them is nothing new. Mark Twain's Adventures of Huckleberry Finn has been variously banned for its use of language since its first print in 1884. But many of the books most often fought over in today's culture wars involve not just language, but character identity. So the stories that are typically banned often have to do with race relations, often have to do with gender identities and queer identities. Alyssa Sherman from Back of Beyond Books, an independent bookstore on Main Street. Their Banned Books Week display sits directly beneath a pride flag, highlighting titles like Gender Queer and All Boys Aren't Blue, books that are often at the center of today's conflicts. Every year, the American Library Association compiles a list of the top 10 most challenged books. In 2021, half of them included LGBTQ characters and themes. For Sherman, it shows just how important access to information is, not only for marginalized communities to connect with, but for everyone to gain knowledge and empathy. There are stories that maybe you relate so, so closely with, and it's so wonderful to be able to read the characters and know that they feel how you feel and they're experiencing what you're experiencing. And on the opposite side of the same coin, it's really good to read stories that you have no contact with, that there's no context within your life to understand what some people experience. And growing in empathy and understanding for people who are not like you in whatever way is only going to grow more intelligent, empathetic, and functioning members of society. Contemporary book challenges often come from concerned parent groups, leading to conflict at school libraries. In August, the Alpine School District near Provo pulled 52 books from its shelves after it received complaints. 
For Sherman, that's a disturbing trend. She says having access to books in stores is wonderful, but they have to pay for them in order to have access to them. Taking them from libraries most often means that they won't be able to get to them. Last year, Back of Beyond Books donated a bunch of titles to help get the Moab Pride Library going. It's a free lending library in the courtyard of Adobe Garden Apothecary, filled with titles that are pride-y, queer-y, marginalized. These books that you wouldn't really find in other community libraries. Desiree Miller speaking to KZMU News in July. An organizer with Moab Pride, Miller says the library is a way to provide another access point to information and stories that are representative of marginalized communities. Some authors in this library have been frequently challenged, including Toni Morrison and Bell Hooks. Miller says having free access in a low-key space is especially important for younger people who might not feel comfortable asking for these titles in other settings. When it was talked about, there was just like, how do we create this space where resources are available without having to really approach anyone for them. I've seen this library get so much love and just people pass by, sit in the courtyard, read a book real fast and, you know, put it back. And I think that's just amazing and to see that happening and to see even like you know, the baby queers and the high schoolers coming and enjoying this library is what it was all about. I remember being in middle school and reading Speak. Sherman at Back of Beyond Books remembers the title that changed her life at 13, the young adult novel Speak. Since its debut in 1999, it's been variously banned and challenged because it deals with rape. At its heart, Sherman says it's about a young woman finding her voice after experiencing trauma. For me, if I hadn't read that when I was 13, that was just the start of me understanding, hey, I can say yes, I can say no, and I have dignity and validity in my person just because. How much longer would it have taken me to learn that if I hadn't read that book when I was 13? I don't know. Information is power, and it provides the opportunity for freedom and change and growth. I've highlighted some passages here. Um, Back at the library, Jensen hands me the American Library Association's Freedom to Read statement. First sentence, the freedom to read is essential to our democracy. It's just absolutely beautiful. It's just a beautiful document. My little librarian heart is just, that really explains the public library's role in access to information. The Grand County Public Library does have a process if someone wants to challenge one of their available titles. It's a pretty thorough document asking for specific objections and if the complainant has read the entire book. But just because you might not agree with what's in this book, that might not be grounds to remove the item from the library. That's because a library simply connects people with information. Jensen says they don't stand in place of parents either. You know, we don't want to police your children. That is between you and them. Similarly, we can't allow other groups to come in and say, your child can't read this. One of Jensen's favorite passages in the Freedom to Read statement says the democratic system is strengthened by the ability of its citizens to choose widely among conflicting opinions. Did I mention she's also wearing a shirt that says reading is cool? Anyway, 
she quotes. It's in the public interest for publishers and librarians to make available the widest diversity of views and expressions, including those that are unorthodox, unpopular, or considered dangerous by the majority. And I think that's really interesting. There's a, a little phrase that's kind of in the librarian world that a good library has something in it to offend everyone. Banned Books Week continues for the next few days. There are many free virtual events and author talks, plus interesting displays at the Grand County Public Library and Back of Beyond Books. You can find links in the show notes. And that's the KZMU News for Wednesday, September 21st. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.